and girls, ladies and gentlemen, whatever you affiliate yourselves with, it is Three Dads in a Minivan, and it's been a week or so since we've back, since we've been back uh, in front of each other here in the podcast studios of our very quaint homes. But it is Greg, Kev, and Ed, and it's all good to be back here, boys. Football season's in mid-swing. Speaking of swing, the Rays news, the stadium deal supposedly getting done. It's all people are talking about this week. You guys doing good this week. I know it's probably exciting, Kev, that he knows baseball is here to stay in the Bay Area, which we'll talk about in a second. But uh, you guys feeling good about this? Yeah. I mean, huge week. Huge Since week. we spoke last. A lot of things uh, going on. Like you said, especially just in the sports world. Yeah. But the Rays, I mean, I, I don't know if you guys followed on Twitter this week, uh, but I, I did a little bit of a social experiment to see how people would lose their minds on Twitter and just kind of threw something out there and let it stick and then just sat back and watched the reaction to it. Uh, for those that uh, have been living under a rock, the Tampa Bay Rays and the city of St. Pete uh, came to terms on a new stadium deal uh, somewhere in the $1.2 billion range to redevelop the entire area uh, surrounding Tropicana Field, not just the stadium being rebuilt, but that entire downtown corridor uh, that basically goes from, you know, downtown, Tam- uh, uh, excuse me, downtown St. Pete, almost to 275, uh, 375 split. It's huge. It's a massive development. It's not just so much about the um the stadium but everything that they're going to build around it kind of like water street has done around amelie arena i was just gonna say not i i want to get to the social experiment but that's where i was actually confused so with that is that mean like they're talking about like the block that fergs is on and everything like that or no 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 No, so so no it's actually the road that fergs like behind fergs that what road is that kev that is that fifth avenue or um, no fergs is on central um and the one side of the stadium like if you're driving down there and you see like the main parking lot that's on first avenue, avenue uh, south. south right so, so basically first avenue south ed south so basically that line that goes behind fergs which is first avenue south so basically that road everything to the right of it and south would be redeveloped mm. basically from that that road to the the i75 or what is that the 375 uh, that gets you off the road and takes you right behind Tropicana Field. That entire duration is going to be re- remodeled. It's not just the parking lot. Because they're doing basically what the old Sombrero, the old That's- Hulahan Stadium, they're doing the same thing. They're basically going to build it right next to it, which nobody has discussed this yet. Um, when you break ground next season, 2024, when you start digging, and you destroy that entire parking lot, where are people going to park for Rays baseball? Let's just be real here. You're not going to all of a sudden just pop up a, 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 a parking garage uh, for the next four years of baseball. You're going to be eliminating all parking. And nobody's discussed that at all. Like nobody's even brought well, what that they, up. What they do with the Bucks? Uh, the I don't Bucks remember. That. I think maybe more people were parking at HCC or parking. Uh, well, I think oh, you could I, still I, park at uh, Al oh, the mall. Lopez. Yeah, and the, oh, and the, the Lopez. And remember point. where the Tampa Bay Center was? Yeah. You were able to park there too, which is yeah, now the had, R, yeah the lot. They had a little bit more land around there dur- during that time. But that's exactly that's what I was going to give you the visual. Ed is just like exactly what Greg said is where the main parking lot is now is where they're going to start building the stadium. Right. So then, where the stadium 
is going to then be redeveloped into, you know, what you've seen, all those uh, art renderings and stuff like that. I mean, it looks absolutely fantastic. It's funny. I, sh- I was looking at the the, the art uh, renderings last night with my wife, and I said that exact same thing. I said, I don't see where there's any parking in, Nothing. in, in this, uh, you know, unless one of those new buildings is going to be a big, massive parking garage which, like they do at Emily, right? Uh, which is your only thing that you can do. I mean, other than that, I don't want to go in there and kind of bring this thing down. Speaking of parking, I mean, that is going to be something that is going to need to be addressed, obviously. But other than that, um, you know, as a Rays fan, I'm excited that they are staying. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, me being a St. Pete resident, I like it even more. I go to the game, have a couple beers, take the back roads home. I'm good. Um, but all in all, I think the stadium looks great. Um, I think it's going to be a a great thing for the city. Um, I love it for the team as well. Um, so all, you know, the only thing we can hope for now at this point is that once this thing is built, uh, if this isn't just another ploy from Stu Sternberg, uh, I I hate him. Um, (laughs) but I'm hoping once that stadium is built, then he can go and say, Hey, anybody want to come and buy this thing? And then we can get a real owner in who, like a Vinick, who wants to win, wants to invest in the team. He's not just doing it as like a business because that's what I believe Stu Sternberg is doing. He's Mm -hmm. got this team as a business. Mm -hmm. Um, And you really have a fan of baseball come in and own this team. And, you know, and, and then we can really see how far this team can actually go. Well, and not to get too sportsy on people, because I know we do have people tuning in like, oh, I don't really care about sports, but but it's more than race, sports in this case. The Rays are notoriously known for just so in case people don't know, notoriously known for grabbing a whole bunch of young talent, developing that young talent, turning them into studs and stars and then just getting rid of them instead of paying them. So my question, I guess, that I would have is, you know, with this making this commitment right to St. Pete, making this commitment to Major League Baseball and building this brand new, beautiful state of the art venue. You know what I mean? Does that I wonder if that in turn means that we will start making commitment to players because that's been their biggest thing. I know they just who was it? Was it Glass now or somebody that they just signed for a long term yeah. deal? Who who they just signed? They for the first time in forever they just signed somebody to a long term deal. Well, they they do a lot of long term deals, right. and then they end up trading them. And and here's the thing, and this is what I I I've always I guess as a Rays fan, you know, you fall in love with the team name, you don't fall in love with players, because at, at the enough, end of the but... day, you can't hold on to older players, right? That you're paying a lot of money for. And they're not going to give you those results, right? Like, uh, to be honest, and, and and we'll talk about the Bucks here in a second, but you've got to look at doing the same kind of mentality that the Rays have with the Bucks right now. Like, trade Mike Evans. Well, and, and people are like, whoa, whoa. But you trade Mike Evans, right? This team, the Bucks, they're not getting younger. Right. You trade Mike Evans because he's going to want a lot of money. And he deserves right? it. And he deserves it. Absolutely. 100%. I'm not taking anything away from Mike Evans. I love Mike Evans, but he's getting older. Right. You trade him now while he's probably at the at the 
peak of getting something from him and you reload. And that's the thing that the Rays do. They constantly reload, 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 which has kept them very successful the last 10 years. It has, but to Ed's sentiment, sometimes holding on to those star players is what makes a difference when it comes to the world series and having that slugger or having that base runner or whatever they are having that pitcher who can make you get to the promised land and actually fulfill the, the, the mission. Right. And I feel like to Ed's Testament, we've always let go of those players that could have been the difference maker, the, the X factor, if you will, in those situations. And and we will never know because we always seem to get rid of those individuals before we get to the promised land. So it could go both ways. I agree with Kevin that sometimes you have to unload those costly players to get yourself other pieces to the puzzle that you hope are going to be the determining factors in you being successful in the future. So, I mean, that is raised ball, like Kev said. Um, it is disappointing when your fan favorites and, and those that you know are great and you want to see them continue greatness here get traded away. But it's the nature of the business. That's been raised ball since day one. And it's it is. It's unfortunate when your favorite players lose or leave. Uh the, the lightning have the same situation. You have fan favorites, guys that have been here a while, have, have staked their claim in the community, and then business comes in and they gotta go because you're trying to build for longevity. Well, I'll name a few players here. Longoria, fan yep. favorite, right? Carl Crawford. It, l- l- and I'm gonna be honest. Matt with you. Garza. I mean, we can go it, down the there's it, a lot here's of the, here's the thing with Longo. Longo's an average baseball player he was a great in the, for the Rays. he's right. an average mlb player what has he done yeah, since he's left well because you Crawford. can't just put it he's one person though you gotta look what? at his team but but this is what the you giants do. aren't good no no i get it listen i get it that's what you do right crawford left uh price left chris archer left the only person that had success after we traded them away or got rid of them ben zobrist no, dude. What's his name? The pitching guy. I can't think Shields. of his name. I'll nope, give you nope, Shields. No, nope. the other guy. Um, he went to the Pirates or the Padres. Chris Archer. No, the par- Padres kid, not Chris Archer. The other pitcher. Um, damn it! I can't think of his name. He went to the Padres and lit it up, dude. And he's still lighting it up. I can't believe I can't think of his name. Uh, but as a pitcher, but there's been a few guys that have that have have gone on and had success. But you're right, not all of them have. It's almost like the lightning. We get rid of guys and then they don't pan out. And you're like, what did the what did management it, what did they see that none of us saw that they got rid of this individual and then they shit the bed? And you're like, damn, they were totally right about this. But again, that's what they get paid the big dollars for is to keep that machine running, keep that that uh, those wheels spinning, so to speak. But again, let's go back to my well, social. One other question. One other question. I just have one quick question for your social experiment. I was waiting. One quick question. Do we know when completion is supposed to happen? No, no. First of all, the deal is not even done. That's the crazy part about this. They said in 2028 or so, that's when the stadium should be built. And right. And they're supposed to be breaking ground next year. The funny part about all this is there really is no deal yet. Nothing has been signed off on. Nobody has signed on any contracts or any dotted lines. This is all conceptual, which is. I don't want to say misleading that they have an agreement, but this where's the six hundred million dollars coming from that the city's paying for, and how are the tax dollars and the tourism dollars going? There's all these variables that have not been worked out, and, and that's exactly why I said if 
it actually if. gets done Correct. because I almost <laughs> feel like this is just another ploy for Stu Sternberg to say, yes, hey, now we're staying in St. Pete. Again, who wants to come in and buy this team so I can make Or Stu's doing it to make him look right. He's looking like I'm trying to be the hero, right? And then all of a sudden the city's like, well, we're having some budgeting issues. And then Stu's like, well, you know what? Screw this. I'm done. Yeah, I tried right. and I did everything I could. Now I'm done with it. You know, that could very well happen as well so he's I, the worst the social experiment when this news came out and you know me guys i stay as clear away from drama or uh confrontation or any of that but i was like you know what with this news today people are going to take it one of two ways they're going to lose their mind that the rays are doing nothing to do anything different or they're going to be happy and rejoice so i threw this out on twitter knowing full well yeah, people are going to lose their minds, and they absolutely did. So my question was on Twitter, and I'm glad I can address this now so people are listening. I was never serious about this, and you should also be able to tell by the tone of my uh, my tweet uh, that I was not real. I said, can anyone please explain or please answer this very simple question because I have not seen it brought up once. Why not just change the name of the team to the St. Pete Rays? Tampa Bay Rowdies, too. Give St. Pete, Florida their teams. Why not? They live and play there. Tampa has the Buccaneers and the Bolts. St. Pete matters. People lost their <laughs> minds talking about, you don't understand that Tampa Bay is an encompassing area, a body of water that connects the Tampa Bay region and the St. Pete. And people lost their shit. And I just want to say thank you because it worked exactly how I thought it would. And... It got me like 75 new followers because people love confrontation <laughs> and drama. They're like, what is this idiot talking about? Let me follow this guy. So thank you to the 75 new followers I got from my social experiment. I'm not stupid enough to know, or dumb enough, I should say, to know that the team would change to the St. Pete race. We all know that it's the Tampa Bay region and en encompasses St. Pete, Clearwater, Tampa Bay, Lakeland. It's all part of it. I get that. People just don't understand satire and people just fall for the bait every time. So thank you to all of you that fell into it and to the person who reported me on Facebook. I got a community standards as soon as we were having a little like oh I was like, Are this for real, bro? I'm not even lying. I put the same post, people. bro. I put the same post on um on Facebook and people were again having a normal discussion and here it comes. Boom. Your post goes against our community standards, so only you can see it. You can click on it to find out why your post goes against community standards, and it said because it was hate speech. Somebody reported that post for hate speech? We can't even have a discussion anymore without people being soft and getting their feelings hurt. So they have to report your post. What? You're crazy. So, the crazy part is the, the the amount of absolute garbage you see through Facebook. But yet right. that one. Yeah. That <laughs> a one's normal a discussion between friends, right? Yeah. A normal discussion between adults about why they should call you can't call it the St. Pete Rays. And I think it's a great idea. And it was a normal discussion that's the whole point of social media was to have an open discussion but because somebody got butt or exactly because somebody got butt hurt about it you had to report it uh, for it was, hate speech i have and to bullying? admit greg it was actually me i, I reported it. you damn it <laughs> i knew it just so we could have this conversation on the three dads and minivan podcast just, well just for, I, I knew you weren't being serious because you didn't tag enough people i didn't tag anybody 
which I, that's how Kev knows. If nobody's tagged, this it's must true. be uh, he's teeing it up. He's throwing yep. it up there. So not enough tags, not enough nope, hashtags. <laughs> no, if it's just if it's just a flat out tweet or a statement, you know that there's something behind this. Is you got to look at the surface here. Is Greg really meaning this or not? So you know, I've well, been the people that want the St. Pete thing anyways are dummies. Just because I mean, I'm you know I you're born a diehard right. and raised yes. in St. Pete. I love my city. I've been singing its praises since we've known each other, you know, 20 some some odd years ago before it was even as nice as it is now. Right. But it's not (laughs) right. Like It's not St. Pete Rays. It's not St. Pete Rowdy. Rowdies. It's it's not. It's it's Tampa Bay. We all are together as much as I hate crossing that bridge and going over to Tampa. We all we share this area. We share this this community together. It's two different cities, three different cities, you know, multiple cities in this in this area. area. Yeah, it's the bay. If you look at the body of water, Tampa Bay, it literally is between Tampa, St. Pete. I could hop on a boat from my house right here in, in Tampa Bay and Bayshore Boulevard and I can go across the bay and see Kev down in, at the Trop in St. Pete. So that's, people just, it's just funny. It's just, that's, I, to me, that was a funny experiment. And people bit the, bit the bait. I will say that if if this whole deal, uh, we can close on the deal thing, but on this whole deal, if something happens and it, they don't strike ground and they don't sign the contract and they don't do all this stuff, that man better go into hiding. That's all I want to say because now you've given these people, diehard Rays fans, hope that this is going to happen. And if it doesn't happen, I'm just telling you, the owner, I'm not saying it. I'm just, let's be no, clear. Say it, that, no, let's say it. Let's say it. Makes it sound like I'm threatening. No, I'm just I saying, like, what, are you, what are you saying, Ed? What, I'm just what, saying he's going to have people with pitchforks out in front of his house. But they had pitchforks you. out for him when he was like, we're moving the team to Montreal for half the season. People lost their minds. Idiot. So that's what I'm saying. Like, what makes you think that if it doesn't happen, it's going to change anything? I just, well, I again, think at this point you you'll just lose everyone, and 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 I think after this to 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 Ed's point is you do this, then people are going to be like, dude, sell the team, move the team, we don't care, buy, take them, you know, take them wherever you want, get them out of Tampa, get them out of St. Pete, we don't care, see ya, you know, it it, it gets to a point now where you're just fucking with people, and you're going to get it, and then you're done. Right and, and and you know again I agree with Ed I think if that happens after you've now said hey we've got to deal with St Pete this is what your stadium's going to look like this is what the area around it's going to look like we're going to bring in bars and here's shops the renderings be, yeah <laughs> here's right renderings this is, right this is coming you've even thrown out a date 2028 you know like you're coming to new ballpark. You know, now you got the chance because this is what all owners want. Because it, it's it's like a hey, look at my dick. You know, look at look at the size <laughs> of my dick and my with my new stadium because that's what it is, right? You know, because to be honest, there's nothing wrong with the trop. You know, right. there's nothing wrong with the trop. Well, this is a straight up. I'm an owner. I have an ego. Look at my dick and my brand new stadium. And what's going to happen is if it does happen, all of a sudden. You'll see MLB saying, oh, well, now you can have an all-star game. Uh, Oh, you know, now all this, they won't, I guarantee you, you won't hear a word about how shitty the attendance is once they get a new stadium. Mm -hmm. You won't hear it. Because now all what you hear on ESPN is 
The stadium is garbage. Half the people that say mm-hmm. that, probably 90% of the people that say that have never even stepped foot in there. Mm-hmm. And, oh, attendance is shitty. Attendance is shitty. Attendance is shitty everywhere in MLB. Everywhere. It really is. And that's another reason why they're only proposing a 30,000-seat stadium. is because Which is great. Days, right. The days of, you know, 50,000, 60,000, 70,000 for a baseball game, it's just not that's not realistic. No. So I think the fact that they wanted to make it more quaint and more intimate, I think that's a fantastic idea. Absolutely. So, and then it becomes supply and demand. If your team is fantastic. Absolutely. Sorry. The ticket price went up because guess what? We only have 30,000 seats and that's what it is. So that actually benefits the team in the long run because it becomes a supply and demand issue. Same thing with the lightning, the lightning only have 20,000, you know, seats in the Amelie arena. So once the game is sold out and there becomes a waiting list, and then that's when you start developing legacies and like, that's how it goes. So, uh, but not, you know, we're not going to stay on the race too much. We did want to switch gears to to the Buccaneers because here we are, you know, week three into the NFL and who the hell thought that the Buccaneers would be undefeated at this point? Who thought Baker Mayfield knocking wood was going to – you did, Ed, right. Ed thought this is going to be a Super Bowl contending Buccaneer team. I did. No, you did not, Ed. I Stop. swear to God. Bro, was, what are you going to pull out? Of, he's going to pull out a text message that he sent four weeks ago. I will, <laughs> I'll say while he's looking that up, I would have expected at this point in the season them being one and one. I did not expect them to come out week one and beat the Vikings. Hold did on, not be- see that coming. Just because Ed put a bet, that means you would you put the bet for them to win the Super Bowl? To win the NFC Championship. But okay. Now, the problem is when I was in Vegas, I did it at Treasure Island. The problem is now Wrong. I did. I did take a screenshot of it, but I've been keeping in my wallet. Like I keep all my coupons and everything it's like that. Faded. And it faded. There's nothing. There's absolutely nothing on this. Oh paper. my goodness, dude. So what does that mean? How do you prove it? I mean, I have a digital copy. I took a screenshot. That's well, not, then you're good. It, no, it's not. You have to have an actual the receipt that has the information on it. So if it's and if why it's, are you holding that in your wallet? Why anyways? it's not a condom, Ed? Like he probably sells a condom in there too. He's been married yeah, 20 years. Dude. Well, just in case, you know, you're going through the line at Publix and all of a sudden you need your Treasure Island voucher. Like, I, (laughs) why is that in your wallet? Why is that not somewhere in your office or you just like tacked it up on the board? You know, I'm gonna walk around with this in my my wallet just in case I want to show somebody. Like, we knew today's episode, we're just gonna pull it out. (laughs) I don't get it, but it's dude, how much is it? How much is the bet for? I guess that's worthless now, right? I'm sending you guys, I'm sending you guys right now. No, how much is I'm saying, how much was the bet? Uh, how much did I put down? Yes. How much did you bet for them to win the NFC? I don't know how this works. He doesn't know. He can't see the piece of paper. <laughs> Ed, what is your deal, bro? I just sent it to you. Did you guys get okay, it? Okay. No, you can see that. That's enough. I mean, it, obviously it's faded, but you can, um, let yeah, me open the, this up. How do I prove that's mine though? Well, you have the ticket, so they know it's yours. You, but you can't you, see it. You bet a straight up bet for $50 that the Bucks will win the NFC uh, championship at a plus 3,000 odds. So if you were to win, you would win $1,550. Nice. So that that's not a bad like a- investment for 50 bucks to win no. $1,550. So you got to go back to Vegas to cash in? Yes, uh, I'm thinking he does. So you'd have to figure out somebody. I have so a now you're playing. You're, you're now you're paying for a flight. So no. now you're 1500. <laughs> that's up like even it's sold out. That's something Ed would do. Be like, damn it, I won 1550, but I gotta I gotta fly there and I gotta get a hotel. So it's gonna cost me like 300 just to do it. 
I it's gonna cost me, it's gonna cost me like thirteen hundred dollars just to get there. So I'm gonna wind up going flying all the way out there just to collect two hundred fifty dollars. Oh you said like my two hundred fifty dollars and I like my Chili's gift cards. Yeah, then you're gonna spend that at the too. bar and you're Please, gonna leave. I have to go. I gotta Negative. go get my two fifty. I gotta leave now. They won. Actually, if you do win it, I do have a buddy out there, a buddy Nikki P, who's out there with the Caesars group. So we could always mail this to Nikki P and let him cash it in for you and then get you the money. That's cool. I got friends out there. Uh, But yeah, Baker Mayfield ball. I I honestly thought that they were going to win in Minnesota uh, just because, again, without, you know, Adam Thielen and some of those weapons there and losing Dalvin Cook. I I didn't think that Minnesota was going to be that hotbed of a team. It was a lot closer game than it should have been. Uh, but they pulled it out, and then they looked stellar against Chicago. Uh, the defense playing lights out. The offensive line, knock on wood, has been giving Baker some time to pass the ball, and he's been playing great ball. So this is really the test. Monday night football, Eagles coming to town, Super Bowl contender. I think we're really going to get an idea this Monday night as to what this team really is. If they compete and they play hard, and they play error-free football and somehow pull out a win against the Eagles, then Ed very well may be onto something here with his uh, with his $50 and, bet. And and I think you could. I mean, because if you look at the division that they're in, bro, Carolina is nothing. Right, Carolina's Atlanta terrible. did a you surprising, know, had a surprising win against the Packers. Right. Um, the, Saints, the Saints, I think, are going to be, you know, right there. But with us. That's, that's your division. So if if they continue to play this type of football they and Baker division. just kind of manages the game. It doesn't do anything silly. Don't get all Jameis Winston and start throwing it 50 time for 30 picks. You know, you manage the game. I think we've obviously have the offensive weapons. Like Greg said, the defense is playing lights out. And, and I think they very, very well could win the South. Well, you guys know so I'm know. I'm pleasantly surprised on where they're at. And you're and you can see where Baker, I think Baker and Todd Bowles have the mentality that if we don't do it this year, that's this it. Is like it. Baker's done. He won't be a starter anywhere else. He'll just be a he'll be a backup, right? And Todd Bowles will not get another head coaching job. Yeah. Me and Listen, my dad are avid Bucks fans. We I mean, we watch those games every Sunday. You guys know that. So I mean, we we even said, like, when we watched the Minnesota game, there was just a difference on the field. It was something that was missing last year. And I don't know. Listen, you know, Tom Brady, obviously, thank you for bringing us to Super Bowl. I, I don't know what happened behind the scenes. I, I really don't. But there was, like, there was no energy last year. If you guys no, watched any of the games. No energy. There was no energy. There was no zap. It just seemed like. Eh, whatever happens, happens. I mean, even look at that Christmas night game when they played the Cardinals. I mean, that was like pathetic. The Cardinals were down to like a fifth string quarterback. I mean, there was just there's just no life at them at all. And I noticed in the first couple of series against the Vikings, I was like, whoa, okay. They look different. The defense looked different. There was energy. There was, and it's, and you can see it the way they're playing. And I don't know what has given them this sudden, you know, jolt of energy that's that's changed their their whole mantra on the field, but you could see the difference and it's, and it's reflecting in their play and they're playing better sound everywhere from special teams to offense to defense. They're playing better football all across the board. Does Baker have something to do with it? Of course. Yeah. He's doing great, but I think it, it's the whole team that just is playing different. And I, it makes me wonder, no, not being a conspiracy theorist, but I wonder if the Tom Brady ship sailed before last season, you know, 
he was in and out member of training camp. Maybe the players yep. were done with him. Maybe, you know, maybe they were tired of his antics on the sideline of him yelling. You know, you see him going off on people and stuff like that. I don't know. He just makes you wonder. It's the same team, basically, just replacing Tom Brady. I mean, yeah, for the most part. But you're right. I think the guys have rallied around Baker. I think he's proven himself in practices. Uh, and obviously through the first two weeks of playing pretty much mistake-free ball for the most part. And not only that, but just his ability. We haven't had a scrambled a scrambling quarterback really, I mean, in a while since Jameis Winston, I guess. Uh, I mean, because Brady was not mobile at all, really. Uh, so to have somebody who's running around playing schoolyard style ball and playing it at a high level, again, let's just hope it can continue. It's good for the area. It's good to see the Rays now in the playoffs. You know, lightning season starts uh, actually next week. Preseason's here. Uh, so it's good. And USF, obviously, let's talk about USF real quick, taking Alabama to the last four minutes of the game. You know, USF is also on a tear, a complete turnaround. Coach Golesh has these boys balling out right now, and they are playing together as a team. It's great to see that all of our Tampa Bay teams right now are on a mission, and they all seem focused and determined. And again, that's that Champa Bay mentality, and it's great to see everybody is buying in. So uh, big things. I mean, I, again, Monday Night Football is going to be huge. You know, with the Eagles, that's a coming big test, town. right there. It's a huge test. So if we can somehow play the ball we've been playing and get you know Hurts off of his balance and you know throwing a couple picks to our defense and getting him you know sacks, I really do believe we have a chance to win this game. And if they do, I think a lot of people in the league are going to wait a minute. Maybe this Buccaneer team really is for real. Uh, and they have a shot. So, uh, I mean, looking at the next five weeks, let's put it this way. The next five weeks, obviously we have a bye week, week five, but the next five weeks are going to determine that because you play the Lions, who are pretty stellar this year. You've got the Eagles. You've got the Saints in there. And then I believe Buffalo is somewhere in that in that fold as well. Those are all very good football programs. So uh, it's going to be interesting. But I'm glad to see we're winning some games, and uh, it's keeping the morale and the mentality of our uh, of our area uh on high it's good i like to see it we don't have a whole lot of time uh guys left in the show uh you, i know you teased something last week you i think did you can get it in before we wrap it up yes i think we can um let me pull it up really quick i know ed you just sent us that text with the um with your payment slip let me get to the story it was an article um by forbes magazine if i can find it oh i found it here we go Boom. Flying in peace. There is an airline that is now uh, looking at providing an adults-only flight. According to a recent survey, nearly 60% of American adults agree that a child-free area on planes and trains would be nothing short of a blessing. So we all know as the aviation world is trying to, uh, you know, make experiences a little bit more tailored to their guests, uh, the airline known as Corendon Airlines, which is a Turkish Dutch carrier, is launching their adult only zone on its flights between Amsterdam and the Caribbean starting November 3rd so that grownups can savor the joy of a child free journey. There will be 93 seats reserved exclusively for anybody that is over the age of 16 years old. Walls and curtains will help to maintain its exclusive silence. Would you pay extra up to $49 extra? It's a $49 upcharge to get into this uh, adults-only zone of the airplane. If you want some extra legroom, you can pay for that as well. But the question is, 
would you pay that extra $50 for everybody in your party to go into a flight that is an adults only, no children zone? Ed no. says no. No, Kev hell says no. no. I say hell no. no. because Why? My, oh, no, because my, my luck is I'm going to be the asshole that's on the road right before the curtain. Right. And then guess what? There's going to be a baby on the other side of that curtain. And right. that curtain ain't stopping shit. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Well, I mean, I guess there has to be some sort of sound barrier, right? I mean, it's an adults only. Yeah, I guess so. What does that mean for the back passenger? Maybe it's only $30 for that. Yeah, yeah it gets, it, it, <laughs> it, it kind of goes in tears. It's 50 all the way to the front and then it right. goes back by five bucks all the way. Well, they do that now. <laughs> they do even tears now with, with it and to some degree with some of these flights. If, like, oh, if you want these seats or whatever, yes. it's, it's, you know, X amount of money, you know, it's crazy. I feel like the only way that this can be truly successful is if you have a plane. The plane not is not seat, right. A not a section. Plane that is adult only. That's How the only you... way you can really do that because you can't cut off the cabin, right? Because now you're that that's fire hazards and all, you know, you if you, in case of emergency, you can't do that. Right. So let me tell you, a velvet curtain is not gonna stop a kid from crying and you being in silence. It's just not gonna <laughs> happen. I mean, unless they have some sort of uh, technology we don't know about yet that is on the plane. Maybe that uh, curtain is some sort of sound, sound bouncing. I mean, who knows? They do have that technology. It's called melatonin. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that too. Uh, but I'm, I mean, roll, I'm rolling dice. I'm not paying. I'm not paying an extra fee. I'm most rolling people dice. Also, most people also listen to headphones and they have, you know, they're watching a movie or listening to music. You're not listening to that baby, you know. 15 rows back crying, although some people are. I, I'm with Kev. I think if you're going to make it an adults-only uh, section, you might as well just make it an adults-only flight. And Old there are no plane. children permitted on this plane. You can fly the gazillion other airlines. This is just the one that, no, this is it. There are party planes. I mean, we've seen people are going to like Ibiza, and there's like a whole rave on a plane. Do you think children are on that plane? No. So I think uh, that's probably a better concept. I was going to say, on that plane. could you imagine an adult-only flight? It's like, like Greg was saying, it's like a, like a rave. You got rave music. <laughs> yeah. Porn is just on all the screens, you know, like you get porn <laughs> okay, that's, that's a little far. <laughs> I mean, we're just saying like a party would be cool, like to have a live DJ. You can and, rent like, make beds. It... Yeah. Well, <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> Sign the, me literally up. the party plane. It's, I mean, I, people would do that too. Hooters turned, used to, you know, Hooters used to have an airline, right? It used to be Hooters Air. They used to have one. We've turned their adults only, you know, flight plan into the red into light district of Amsterdam. Only. People, and it Dude, was from Amsterdam. How much all is that ticket, buddy? <laughs> I'm in. Oh boy. Anyways, I can right, just boys. get up there and be uh, like the whole flight. Then you don't have to worry about how long the flight is. I'm just getting uh, drunk <laughs> and I'm renting like the bed section. I mean, I don't think my wife would be down for all that, but shit, I am. You you got bachelor parties on the plane. Hell <laughs> going yeah! To it just because it's a party in the air. Let's Why not, get dude? It. The Let's party plane. Get it. Who's going to be the first airline that comes out strictly the party plane? Big People boy, big money, boy's bro. performing live. Bro, he leaves the lightning, the lightning home opener to perform yeah, live. He's right gonna there. go. 
perform on the adult only flight and yeah, i wouldn't even know where we're i wouldn't even know where we're flying i'm just just in. go just, just like, go <laughs> ladies and gentlemen go. this is your captain speaking we have big boy who's going to be your in-flight entertainment this evening he'll be performing <laughs> yeah he's so dope dude let's do it <laughs> dude. big boy airlines sign him up all right gentlemen we got to roll man we're uh we're out of time but uh good talk today Good Buccaneer talk, good race talk, good uh, party airlines talk. We appreciate you guys checking in. We will, again, try to get back on a normal uh, routine as best as we can. But uh, thank you for following us on all of our socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Hit us up anytime. Three dads in a minivan. Greg, Kev, Ed, we are signing off for the week. You guys have a great week. Go Bucks. go Rays, go Bolts, go Bulls. Go Rowdies. Yeah, I was going to say, give the Rowdies some love. Go Rowdies. (laughs) Come on, you Rowdies. Toodaloo. Three dads in a minivan.